Welcome to the third episode of the Thundering Herd podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a variety of things. Um, the PGA Championships just ended and Phil Mickelson, 50 years old, just won. The Mavericks won their first playoff game against the Clippers. And there's a Texas Ranger right now who is in fuego. And then a final topic today, and we may even carry this over to next week, Jackson. Um, rooting for players or laundry? And you'll find out what side I land on. So first off, tell me your thoughts on Phil winning the PGA Championship at age 50. Um, I've never had a problem with Phil Mickelson. I have been more of a Tiger Woods fan throughout my life because my dad has really enjoyed the play of Tiger Woods. So I know that there's a little bit of a feud there. I personally have never had a problem with Phil Mickelson. He doesn't seem to think the same way. I'm actually very... um proud that somebody who's 50 years old pretty much halfway through their life has won a uh <laughs> has won a PGA championship like that seems pretty unbelievable to me well and he pretty much outplayed everybody on the course he did he played smart on the last day he let everybody else make the mistakes went for the center of the fairways went for the center of the greens didn't take too many risks pulled off some incredible shots but i will tell you this south carolinians my biggest problem was on the 18th hole. The, the tee shot went towards the stands. We couldn't get the, the Carolina fans to back off so Phil could make his shot. And then when Phil makes his shot into the green, he's surrounded. There's people grabbing him, and then everybody moves down the fairway. And poor Brooks Kepka, who still has a chance in this tournament, by the way, has to make his way through the crowd after he gets his shot. Phil's already on the green with his caddy. Where's Brooks? Brooks is fighting his way through the crowd to get to the green. Now, if he makes that putt, he puts pressure on Phil to make his putt, and then we could have a birdie bogey situation, and maybe there's a playoff. So, you know what? A little golf etiquette, people. Let the players play. You shouldn't be playing in part of the decision on who wins the golf course. That's just, that's just my two cents. I just thought the golf etiquette of the fans on that last hole was ridiculous. I 100% agree. <clears throat> um, throughout like golf, learning golf, attending golf, especially the PGA Championship, such a big major championship throughout the golf season, the, I feel like the players should be a little bit more respected than the fans should probably know what to do at the PGA Championship. Especially Phil. Yeah, Phil Phil's Mickelson. sixth championship. Phil's already a Hall of Famer. Okay, yeah, yeah lefty. We all, we all know him and Tiger have battled through the 90s and the aughts as the best two players in golf. Now Rory coming along every once in a while. Some other players came along. But really, it was the two of them. Now with Tiger gone and what he did in 19 winning the Masters, and now Phil winning at age 50 the PGA Championship. I just love to see these long golf courses that are out there that are supposed to be for the big boomers. Oh, oh, Bryson DeChambeau. Has anybody seen Bryson DeChambeau? Mr. Long Ball? Didn't even appear on the first page of the leaderboard. So, you know, whatever. Uh, The old crafty lefty actually pulled this one out, and I grew a notch in admiration for Phil after this tournament. But anything else on the PGA tournament? No, no, nothing more. All right. So moving on. So next. the next the next topic is um, the Dallas Mavericks against the 
Um, Los Angeles Clippers last night in LA, the Dallas Mavericks were able to pull that one out 113 to 103 with an amazing triple double from Luka Doncic. And that kid, he is amazing. His last year playing in the series against the Clippers, he averaged exactly 31 points in six games. So through his seven games in his playoff career, he's averaged 31 points, which is absolutely astronomically amazing. Like, I, there's nothing more that you can expect from him. He, what, had 10 rebounds, 11 assists? That's, that's an amazing game. And that's an amazing way to be playing for, what, a 21, 22-year-old? Oh, in the second period, shot for shot, we had we had their best player and our best player were trading baskets. But just like last year's series, and maybe it'll change this year, KP was out last last uh, series when we played them in and the first round. And he played like trash yesterday. Yeah, well, did anybody see him yesterday? No, it Every time I difference. turned the TV on or looked up, I didn't see Keith on the court. It didn't make a difference. Court, so. It didn't make a difference last series, and Dallas played a heck of a series last Hardaway year. Hardaway and Maxi Kleber. Kleba. 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 Okay. <laughs> Maxi Kleba played their butts off. I like Maxi. He's an effort. Tim guy. Hardaway, when he's on, he's on. At the beginning of the game yesterday, Tim Hardaway, he made like... Junior. Fu- yeah. Tim junior. Hardaway, senior. That's back with Chris Mullins and... Run TMC in Golden State, so make sure you throw the junior on there. Okay, Tim Hardaway. He's junior. not as good as his dad. Whenever he's on, he's on. I think I saw him make three, four threes, three or four threes in a row in the first and second quarter. I was. He's a streaky player, and you know streaky. what? You've got to have that guy. Back in the days of the Detroit Pistons, they had a guy that came off their bench called. Vinny Johnson, and they called him the microwave. And the reason why they called him microwave because he could heat up in an instant. He was a, some days he was never there, other games you couldn't stop him on offense. And he was, with the bad boys team of those Detroit Pistons in the 90s, he was a key player coming off that bench. Hardaway has been playing, coming off the bench, and starting, kind of interchanging all season long between a starting guard, and uh, the six-man coming off the bench. <clears throat> what is he averaging, 16, 17 points I think he was 17 points. I mean, he had a string there. He was average, he, he was 20, 20 points in a row for six or seven games. Yeah. He's really beginning to play the right time of the season very well. And, and I think this is going to be a tough series. I honestly think this is going to go to seven. You know what, like, I have a serious problem with um, the Clippers right now. They're known as, like, the bad boys team of this of this season and <coughs> the future, <coughs> like like the Detroit Pistons were when like MJ was playing, you know. Last night, Kawhi Leonard dunked on Maxi Kleba. Okay, yeah, it was a vicious dunk, but he's laying on the ground and three people stare at him after the dunk, stare at him laying on the ground, and they proceed <laughs> to lose the game. I just feel like that's stupidity. Like, that's a waste of your time. Why waste your time staring somebody <clears throat> down when you could be out there actually winning the game? You know, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, well, I, I just don't think there really is a Kawhi team. does not fit in on that team. No. Kawhi is such a... He, he's, he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad boy. He plays, like, normal. Like I don't know. In person. San Antonio, he didn't play last year because he had a hamstring that, issue. That's not what I'm talking about. He didn't have a hamstring about. issue. 
And then he forced his way out of San Antonio, goes to Toronto, he play like wins Mar- a championship, leaves there, goes to the Clippers. I I think there's there are a couple screws loose in that guy's head, in my opinion. I'm sorry. I, I just don't think he is a top 20 player uh, superstar in this league. Are you insane? Yeah, have you ever watched Kawhi Leonard play basketball? I have watched Kawhi Leonard play baseball. He's great baseball, basketball. Basketball. Great. He's a top five player in the league. No, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah, <laughs> people are gonna laugh at you. Well, I'm about sorry. That. I, that's like, my that's my opinion. That's why we're doing this. It I don't doesn't think, make any sense. I don't think he is. Explain to me how he's not. <clears throat> what is he? How many years does he have left in the league? I'd say like between five and ten. You think he's gonna see the end of his contract with the Clippers? Yes. You do. You yes. think he's gonna win a championship with the Clippers? Yes. Really? Yes. Surrounded with what? Um, a good amount of players. And how is that? Paul George, for him? So, Rajon Rondo. <clears throat> Rondo, we saw the Rondo act here in Dallas. That guy can go nuts on you in a minute. When he plays with a good, <laughs> when he plays with a good player, he can be a good player. Oh, he was here with he was here with Dirk. He was here with a couple of. Dirk good players. was on the back end of his career. Yeah, <clears throat> he was averaging what eleven points a game. That's I'm not, not a superstar. I'm not a Kawhi Leonard guy, and this is going to be the part of the last topic that we have. <clears throat> going forward. Now, <clears throat> before we talk about players versus laundry, which is the big debate we have in our house, and we've had this debate in our house for years now, let's talk about the scrap heap guy we got added to the roster with the Texas Rangers, who right now is leading the American League, I believe, tied in the American League at home runs, and second or third in RBIs, who comes out of nowhere, who had another walk-off hit Today, he had two walk-off hits in the series against Houston. And he's quickly becoming my favorite Ranger. Adolis Garcia. I mean, <clears throat> he's just unbelievable. He's everything can... Joey Gallo, Gallo, Gallo isn't. He's everything Joey isn't. That's true. I mean, <clears throat> nobody expected this from him. But every time <clears throat> he comes up to the plate in a clutch situation, I expect him. I don't believe. I expect him <clears throat> to come through. And he does every single time. Every single time. Last game, it, we were down 4-2. to two. He comes up in the clutch. First pitch of the fifth inning hits it out against Lance McCullers. <clears throat> Second time he comes... I mean, the fourth time he comes up in that game, in the seventh, it's 4-3. <clears throat> he ties it up 4-4. to four. We go on to win that game 8-4. to four, And the four runs were scored on, like, errors or and, something and, like and, that. And these aren't scraping the top of the wall home. He's hitting... I haven't. I don't think he has a home run that hasn't gone 400 feet. This He's year. hitting bombs. That that man's going to hit the roof. In and his confidence park. is out the roof. Oh, and I love to see it. His little posing thing against the catcher. I Coach Porton and Martin Maldonado, the Gold Glove winner. I don't know if I like that. that I much. do. You're, I do. You're having some success in this league. Let's not. Let's not get it. You see. Hold. You see what I think happened. Martin Maldonado probably said something like, yeah, you're not hitting this crap. And he takes it 427 feet to left center field. I would have done the same thing. Hey, their manager is Dusty Baker. I respect him. Dusty Baker is old school, baby. I respect Dusty Baker. I would not be surprised if when the Rangers next series go to Houston, that he's going to get Why did they not get hit today? Because it was the last game of the series here. They're going to want to do it in their own ballpark. I'm telling you. Yeah, they're going to hit him, and then in the next at bat, he's going to take it 450 feet. Well, you know what? But each each guy will have made their point. 
Old baseball rules. I kind of like that kind of stuff. Me too. You show, Beanball. You show me up, and I'm going to earhole you. Yep. I'm sorry. And you bet, it's your job to get out of the way. If he gets out of the way, <laughs> he's taking the next pitch deep. Fine. I mean, <clears throat> that's the way the game should be played. It should be. Yeah. And, and I like the aggressive nature of this kid, and I like the way he's – there's pictures of him in the dugout – Cheering on his teammates. He's brought so <clears throat> much energy to this oh, team. He has now. Needed energy. The Yankees mopped us, mopped us up and down all over that ballpark. Um, I don't. <clears throat> we played, all, we played good games yeah, in every single one except for Kluber. Kluber sauced us up. You know how bad I, I don't to want to Kluber. talk about Kluber. You know how bad I want to be Kluber. He gave us one inning last year, and I don't now want all to of a sudden he's throwing Kluber. no hitters. I don't want to talk about <clears throat> Kluber. I don't like that guy. I used to, but I don't <clears throat> like him anymore. All right. Clubot. What else? What else do we need to talk about? Who else is having a great year for the Rangers? Um, Isaiah Kiner Falefa. He is the best defender, except for probably Adrian Beltre, that I've ever seen <coughs> with my own eyes. The plays that he makes are <coughs> unbelievable. You can expect every routine play to be made and every unbelievable play up the middle to his right to be made at shortstop. Like, that's how impressive he is, and he's hitting what? 292? He had an RBI double yesterday, an RBI double today, I'm pretty sure. He's playing very well. I haven't well. checked the box score. I mean, all I saw really was the walk-off. I'll check it out. Our boys. But I'll tell you, the two guys that still continue to impress me. You're going to say Solak, aren't you? No, I'm going to say Ian Kennedy. Ian Kennedy, Ooh. Mr. Save. I mean, he has made a big difference. We're getting, King gets us through the eighth, and Ian Kennedy gets us to save if we've got the lead. And Gibson, what the heck? What did he find the fountain of youth or something? Gibson, oh my gosh. Gibson is He has absolute. the most quality starts in the entire MLB. He, there's beginning to be a foundation here. Yes. You know, there I is. was worried we were gonna win six. You said that you said that they're gonna get rid of Gibson. I don't see any chance of them getting rid of Gibson. Well, if you can get some real good. If they youth. can be even relatively um, competitive throughout this season. I don't see them giving away Gibson at all. Hey, if Seattle loses today, we're tied for third. I now, know. now third, third, yeah, eight games behind Oakland, but still, it's better than I thought it was going to be. Especially at this last week, the way things were going, I thought we were gonna we were going to be on a run of losing twelve to fifteen. But then here comes with the Dolly's eighteen to twenty five. Yeah, Dolly's Garcia has been playing really Kid well for about play. a month. All right, enough of the Rangers. Let's get into the topic that you and I have. This is a generational thing, by the way. I'll tell a story about when Terrell Owens came to the Cowboys. Terrell Owens played for the Eagles and played for the 49ers. Mm -hmm. When he was with the 49ers, he came to Texas Stadium, spiked the ball after he scored a touchdown on the star, and got waylaid. And then nobody remembers Nobody remembers that on the very next touchdown by the Cowboys, Emmett mm-hmm. came out he there, went, yeah. and, and, and I think he knelt on the star. And then Terrell Owens tried to do it again with his next... And, he got, and yeah. it, So he shows up. The Cowboys decide to bring him in as a free agent as a wide receiver for the Cowboys. His very first touchdown... This is when we had season tickets in the old Texas Stadium. I was there with my, my father-in-law and my two brother-in-laws. And when Terrell Owens scored the very first touchdown as a Cowboy, we had been talking to everybody in the section. We all stood up and turned our back to the field. Here's the reason why. I grew up in Chicago. I was a Cubs fan. I was a Blackhawks fan. I was a Bulls fan. 
And a, did I say Blackhawks? Yes. Blackhawks, Cubs, Bulls, and Bears. bears. Okay, Bears. <clears throat> when we moved to Texas, I adopted all those teams. <clears throat> I adopted even the Rangers were awful when we moved here in the 70s. Okay? <clears throat> but Rangers, Mavericks, Cowboys, Stars. The only one that hadn't won a championship so far since we've been here in this town Still. has been the ha, Rangers. Has been the Rangers, Still. but they made it to the World Series twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this is my laundry. These are the people that I root for. Terrell Owens, what he did and the way he, the way he disrespected the star. As far as I was concerned, I was glad when he finally left because I couldn't stand the dude. Why? Because he only had respect for getting paid and glory for himself. He didn't give a crap about the team. If you leave this franchise and go somewhere else, God bless you. Go make a living. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm not cheering for you anymore. Why, why would I cheer for you if you don't play for one of the teams I root for anymore? So <clears throat> you you like particular players. And this I is do. where this whole yes, generation yes, yes. goes down. But, but for me, I still have it's my all teams. about the laundry. I still have my teams. I still <clears throat> have the Cowboys. I still have the Rangers. I still have the Mavericks, and I still have the Stars sometimes. I'm not the biggest hockey fan. But when it comes to sports, there are some players that I do admire. Like in baseball, I love Ronald Acuna Jr. I love the way that he plays. Do I root for the Braves? No. I like to see him having success. I like to see him leading the league in home runs. I like to see him hitting 347. That's just, I enjoy that. In football, you can't not love to watch Patrick Mahomes. The way he plays, his, the throws that he makes, his playmaking ability. I just don't think that it's possible. I enjoy watching the sport. If I, if I grew up in the 90s, I would have been a Michael Jordan fan. Who wouldn't? Everybody was a Michael Jordan fan. Hey, Bulls. I mean, I was It doesn't a make Bulls a difference fan. for you because you lived in Chicago. <clears throat> but still, everybody was a Michael Jordan fan. Everybody knew who he was. Everybody wanted him to succeed. Except for if maybe you were a Detroit Pistons fan. Because then they, like, hated people because they were mean, but, you know. Oh, you know, I, I, I will forever be grateful to Herschel Walker for being a valuable trade piece to help to get the Super Bowl put together for the Cowboys in the 90s. But you don't like him because you love Tony Dorsett. Yes, he took Tony's job and forced my favorite football player of all time out of town. Because you, can't have, you couldn't have two of them there. But and, then again, the that's not that an exception to your rule. Because Tony Dorsett... Since he no longer had the job with the Cowboys, you're still rooting for Tony Dorsett. You're not just rooting for the Cowboys anymore. No, I didn't follow to- I didn't follow Tony anymore. He only played in Denver for like another year, maybe a season, maybe two seasons. When he left the Cowboys, I stopped following him. I followed the Cowboys. I can't I think of anybody on the Mavericks who's left that I still followed afterwards because I'm, I'm not really the hugest basketball <clears throat> fan. Not really until Luka came because he's a different breed. But, I mean, that's pretty much it. I do. There are a couple baseball players that I do enjoy watching, and yes, I know you do not think that Mike Trout is the goat, but I do. He is the most unbelievably talented it, baseball it, player I've Mike, ever seen. Mike, Mike Trout. Yes, I know he's hurt. Was he hurt, hurt, hurt again? Yes, he's hurt again. Again? How, how many times can this guy be hurt and still be the greatest player of all time? He he's so unbelievably talented. Like there's nothing else I can say. Talent. Oh, talent is fantastic. And he puts it into place too. Josh Hamilton was was extremely talented. How many MVPs did jo- Josh Hamilton win? One. I'm pretty sure Mike Trout has won 
two. Well, and he's been in the top five yeah, you know four what? different times. A span when he was the Rangers, when they resurrected his career and he came here from Cincinnati, there was a period of 18 months where Josh Hamilton was the greatest baseball player walking the planet. Um, I'm pretty sure Mike Trout has been the greatest baseball player walking the planet for the past <clears throat> five years. And he plays for the Angels, so I don't care. I don't care. When he comes to town, I'll boo him. What? How could you ever boo Mike Trout? Because he plays for the opposition. He's in the other laundry. That doesn't make any sense. I don't want to see him beat my team. No. No, no, but I do want to see him succeed. Because I don't he's want to amazing. see him succeed because I want to see him strike out and walk with his head down, bitching and moaning on his way back to the dugout, swinging his bat, complaining about the call that was low and outside, which actually caught the caught the caught the corner of the of the strike zone. This is a little too specific. <laughs> well, I, what, what I'm saying is, it it ha- it happens more often than not in baseball, especially. You fail seven out of ten times, and you get paid forty million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So you're going to fail, and I want all of his fails to be against us. Yeah, like <clears throat> I f- yeah, I feel like that. like the guy for Seattle who's destroyed us. Was Corey Seager is his name? Yeah, no, 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 Kyle. Kyle Seager. Corey's uh, L.A. Well, yeah, with the Dodgers. I like the Dodgers. That's I'm not I'm not Seager's a Ranger killer. Not a bandwagon. I've liked the Dodgers since I was young. And thank God, Vladimir Guerrero finally left and came to came to the Rangers when he was with the. The Angels, and came, before he came to the Rangers, he was he destroyed us. But thank God he came to the Rangers. Same with same with your fa- your favorite third baseman of all time, Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre was, was with Rangers Seattle and was with Boston. Boston. And when he was with Seattle, he destroyed us. Yeah. He comes to the Rangers, and he's the best third he, baseman on the Rangers. Of he all time. may end up. He might be the best Rangers player of all time. <clears throat> Wait a minute. No, no, no. There, yes. There's a guy named Pudge Rodriguez who's oh, the greatest, no. greatest ranger of oh, all time. Oh, we're going to have to save this one for next week, y'all. Bye. <laughs> have a good day.